Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone for another episode of Bedrock and Balderstone for our, our final uh, episodes covering the second season of Torchwood. We will hopefully get into some other seasons down the road, but these are the, we're covering the last three episodes of the second season, which are Adrift, Fragments, and Exit Wounds. So Adrift is kind of a contained story, and Fragments and Exit Wounds are more connected, I would say. Um, would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all they're all a little on their own, but but the uh, this the last two tie in a lot more than the uh, the previous one, definitely. Well, and and the and the penultimate episode is definitely preparation for the, yeah. the final one. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it is. It's, it's just even if it's, it's not like I know what you're saying because it doesn't really connect until the end, like until you realize yeah. what triggered all that. But yeah, but it's like it's, uh, the. The giving the flashbacks of all the characters and their history, it's kind of setting everything up to be a big emotional uh, ending. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, exactly. So, uh... so, yeah, so let's talk about Adrift first. This one, I don't know, I, I think we had talked about Good X-Files episodes last last time we, we did on. yes and this seemed like another one like that this seemed kind of like to have sort of that people are disappearing and there's a big mystery it was like if, if you if you combined x-files and 24 this is the kind of episode i think you would get where where jack is keeping something from gwen and she's investigating this missing person uh, really as a favor to i forget his name but the the policeman that she used to work with i now you bring it up i have no clue what his name is he's like this recurring character i don't think his name has ever stuck in my head i think it's andy i think his name is Andy. yeah now you've said it actually Um, it does come back to me andy yeah uh and it turns out there's a lot more to this missing person's case and that what's going on is people are actually falling through the rift and uh you know one of the clues we get to jack's knowledge is that he's on site on a camera during the night that one of the uh that this young man is uh uh disappears and apparently the guy slipped through time and saw a dark a dark star and I, I all kinds of horrible things it's very lovecrafty in what he saw and 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 all the people that come back that they managed to rescue are scarred emotionally and and physically uh in some way and 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 i mean in really like like this is like horror levels of 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 trauma that are going on so the guy the 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 guy that went missing he um he, he the problem that he develops is he just screams for 20 hours a day and it seems to be getting longer every every day um mm-hmm. and and so gwen tries to help by connecting him with his mother we can talk about how well that goes or how well it doesn't go. Um, and it becomes clear by the end of the episode that Jack was really, even though he was, he was, it seemed like he was trying to protect himself. He was really trying to protect Gwen, um, which is why he wasn't being straight with her about what was going on. And what was going on is he had, he was taking all these people that had fallen through the rift. And whereas in the past, Torchwood had just kept them imprisoned in Torchwood. He, he brought them to an Island where they were cared for, uh by by nurses and things like that so it's kind of it's kind of like a a sanitarium um but i don't know how'd you how did you feel about the episode i had mixed feelings i mean it's definitely an episode that was engaging as i watched it i mean like you say it is it it is in a lot of ways like a good x-files episode but a lot of things for it didn't quite land for me at the end i never quite 
like Jack keeping it a secret from everyone else in Torchwood never quite came together for yeah. me. I mean, that didn't work. Uh, I don't know. The reaction of the mother, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I, uh... her, her, I don't think her reaction didn't seem very believable to me. No. I thought, I thought that was not how a normal mother responds to that situation. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, it, it's awful, obviously, but it's better than the, per, than the son being dead. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I think, um, and I think also the mother would have felt some responsibility to, to the son that she didn't seem to have in the episode. So I, I thought the episode was a very cynical take on, on, on motherhood yeah. in general. Um, it felt, it felt like, it felt like going for a dark ending that really wasn't quite earned because it's like, she was a very apparently caring mother yeah. and it's like it's just that that abrupt change oh now i know he's in pain i don't want anything to do with him anymore I just didn't <laughs> it, it, yeah it did it didn't make sense i, I agree I, I the the character that they presented to you was a woman who would have wanted to stay on the island and take care of him and you know mm -hmm. would have been if she could hold out hope the way she had when he was missing she could certainly hold out hope with him in that condition so i didn't buy it yeah. one bit an interesting thing about this episode, I completely forgot about this episode. Uh, it wasn't until they got to the sanitarium that I remembered this episode. I, I actually midway through, I was like, maybe I skipped this episode because I don't remember any of this. I thought I thought that I might have, um, you know, you know, like I, I think I originally saw this episode on Netflix or whatever stream service I had at the time. And um, and I think that I was wondering, oh, maybe they didn't have this episode on for some contractual region, reason or something or and so, uh, yeah. so yeah, I think, um, uh, it, it, it was interesting to me. And then when, then when the sanitarium, I was like, okay, I, now I remember now the, now it's coming back to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's funny because you know, the two episodes we've compared to X-Files episodes are both ones that were pretty engaging at the moment, but they just have these certain flaws to them that didn't quite allow them to become classic ones. But, uh, but yeah, it with the drift, I, I mean, it's 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 a very cynical ending on one hand, but it's also a very tidy ending. It's like, oh, Jack was right all along, yeah. and it's like, uh, I don't know. It's it would have been better if it had a a very ambiguous ending. I feel like I feel like I feel like making it, yeah, it was just wrong to bring the mother in. Was just it's too clean. Yeah. That's, no, that's, I I agree. The I think that's the big problem with the episode. Going back to the Jack thing. With Jack, I, I think what I assumed when I saw the episode was that he must have had a similar experience to what Gwen had, and that's what he was trying to save her from. Um, but I think the problem with the episode—it's a—it's pro a problem that this show has. But frankly, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it, to me, I've always assumed that this is a product of the writers being influenced by Twenty Four because it's like so prevalent in Twenty Four, where the secret must be kept because it must be. Because people couldn't <laughs> handle the truth. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. that, that. Like that is, it, it's taken to ridiculous extremes in 24. And I feel like that's kind of what was going on here. Because Jack could have easily said to her, look, I'm going to tell you what's going on here. And, and here's why we're, we're doing it the way we're doing it. And Gwen would have totally understood him if he explained it properly to her. So, yeah, well, it's 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 weirder. I mean, I haven't seen 24, but it's even weirder in Torchwood because Torchwood has this running gag that everybody knows what Torchwood is anyway. Mm -hmm. And on on Doctor Who, which is in the same universe, by this point in, in 
Russell T. Davies wrote on Doctor Who. Everyone on Earth is just kind of like, oh, we're going to be invaded by aliens again yeah. this Christmas. And so it's like this fanatical secrecy thing of blanking people's memories and stuff. It's like everybody knows. <laughs> well, and also they're very selective about that. Like, certain, like yeah. you know, they, they do not, it's, it's almost like they do it on a whim half the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but the other thing is, I just think, you know, for an organization like 24, or not 24, for George Wood, it makes, <laughs> it makes no sense um, that he would keep them out of the loop when people are going missing through the time rift. That's a really crucial piece of information. Like, that's not small. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not a minor thing at all. And it's, it's certainly yeah. something that's with, it's within their purview. They would, uh, he would want all of his team members to know about that, I would think. And so yeah. it, it's one of the things that Torchwood sometimes suffers from. And it's kind of the thing that's great about Torchwood and also a little bit horrible about Torchwood is it never quite feels like a really professional operation. It always, you know, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's sort of like the, uh, it fe I think we've said this before, but it feels like how an organization like this would be run if player characters were running the organization. Yes. And so, yes. And, and, and I think, I think so it's sort of, it, it's sort of like maybe the, this is sort of the writer's fantasy of what it would be. You know, this is sort of, so, so, the, so, so it's sort of a conceit. It's not really a problem, but, but there are times when it gets too much. And I think this was one of them where it's like, well, he really should be telling people that they, uh, that they have, um, you know, folks going missing through this, this time rift. And that he also just, just the, the fact that like, it's so obvious that if, if he doesn't tell Gwen and she's actively investigating this thing against, you know, he, he knows her personality. He knows she's going to persist. It, yeah. It, 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 he's just setting him Torchwood up for a terrible misunderstanding that could, <laughs> that could result in catastrophe. Um, yeah. I think in wanting to so, you know, so adamantly shut everything down too. It's like, you know, Tosh maybe could find some way to stop this from happening if you let her keep playing with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, okay, how do we counter this? How do we track people that have been pulled through the rift and pull them back right away? I mean, not that she necessarily could, but I don't know I don't know why you'd want to shut down that possibility. Yeah. It's uh I don't know. It's uh it yeah, I mean, I guess I guess a good thing about this episode though is it does it does you know, it did it did set me up for the gray thing again. You know, Jack's brother. I because I, I was thinking it was going to have something to do with his brother. It's like, oh, people disappearing, but Jack's involved. It's going to be something to do with his brother. So it at least got my brain back on that topic before it actually becomes relevant again in the final two episodes. Yeah, again, I mean, the episode's not a bad episode. It just wasn't. No, uh, it just it just had some flaws in it, and uh, and and it kind of it kind of had like a. I don't know if this came out around the same time. It kind of had like a little bit of a Castle Island vibe to it as well. Um, Castle Island? Wasn't you... that the name of the movie with um, DiCaprio that Scorsese did? A few oh, years back? Maybe um, Shutter Island. Island. Shutter Island. Shutter Island, sorry. Sorry, I don't know yeah. I was thinking Castle Island. Um, but, uh, but, um, but I don't know. It just kind of had that kind of a vibe to me. And uh, yeah. I, I thought yeah. that... Uh, I, I thought parts of it worked. Like when she went into the sanatorium, you were genuinely like, "What's going on?" Like the mystery oh, yeah. was interesting, but I mean, it, it's it's the the emotional things that don't work with characters in the end is disappointing because everything leading up to that point is really interesting. So that's, I mean, uh, you know, like the mother, the mother, you know, like I said, her she, it's unrealistic the way she acts at the end because she was set up 
as a very plausible character earlier in it. So having her take that sudden arbitrary turn, this is terrible and you never should have told me. It's just like, well, I feel like you betrayed the entire character you carefully set up over the course of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She, I, I think I think this is the kind of episode that uh, it, it kind of... I just didn't understand the mom's reaction at the end. I really, I really had trouble. Like, I think on a number of levels, the, the fact that they had established her character so well, and you, you, you knew what kind of mother this was. And it just, it just didn't make any sense that she had that reaction at the very end. It it just felt really out of character. But number two, it felt like, it felt like a really weird take on how a parent would react in general. Like I, I can think of very few parents that would have that, that response to that like i i mean no i mean i know that they might get angry at gwen and express anger towards gwen but i don't think they would just totally write off the son like you know what i mean like you know and also gwen really should have prepared her for the scream like that that was a part that i didn't well, get yeah it's like it seemed like gwen didn't know either which was a weird thing it's like well why why is gwen surprised by this i mean how it's 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 just yeah none of that None of that held together very well at the end. But I don't know it feels it feels almost like maybe I have to wonder if the episode was tinkered with at some part. Like you know maybe maybe the mother's reaction at the end wasn't in the original script, and mm-hmm. someone's was like, no, we've got to make the ending darker, well, you know, and because it because it, it was a carefully written character early on, and it's just it's just this shift. It, well, it was 2008, and there was sort of a dark trend, I suppose. <laughs> True. Um, True. So it's yeah. possible. Um, but uh, but I guess that brings us to Fragments, which is the yeah. next episode. And in this one, they are investigating, uh, I think, activity. like some kind. Uh, they were looking for, like, alien life forms or something. Was that what they were sensing? I Yeah, I, I they, they were kind of vague at the beginning. I don't know. They, yeah, they thought it was alien life forms, but it was really bombs. Yeah, it was, it was a trap. They, they, they walked into the building, and they see bombs, and they explode. And, uh, and then we have a series of flashbacks, basically. This is kind of, this is an interesting episode in that it's kind of a non-episode. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. not, there's not really like a story through the episode. It's more like an excuse to, to show you the backgrounds of the characters. And I mean, there's a, there's yeah. a, there's a, there's a thread. They get the building, they get caught in the explosion, they get extracted to safety, and then they find out that uh, Captain John was behind it. But, uh, but it's really about the flashbacks. And so, I guess number one, did you like that? Did this work for you as a as an episode, or was it? Did you find that frustrating, or, or what was your reaction? No, I, I actually liked the uh, the flashbacks. I thought they were all pretty engaging. I mean, it uh, even when even when I could quibble about, hey, does that really fit with the continuity? Mm-hmm. Sure, I enjoyed I enjoyed the flashbacks mm-hmm. of stories in themselves. There wasn't. There wasn't any segment because with a show made up of lots of little stories like this, it's easy for one of them to fall down and kind of weigh the episode down. But I was I was into all of them. So that that's that's an accomplishment. Now, whose backstory did you like the most and whose did you like the least, if that even applies here? Ooh, I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, let's see. So the first one, let's see. Uh, we got we got well, we got Jack first. Uh that Jack was probably the one where I was 
I was running it through my head a lot going, was he supposed to have been involved with Torchwood before any of this? I I got the impression back, you know, during the Doctor Who episodes where he heard about them that he didn't know who they were. So that, I I don't know, that that wasn't, wasn't badly done, but it was the one where I most had the issue with trying to thread into the the plot of captain jack i think they did do a number of things to try to fix like they were obviously fixing continuity issues in this episode and in the next one and i think Mm -hmm. one of the things that they they had him say uh i think in the next episode was he can't they show him at torchwood when they recover him in the next episode and and he says his timelines can't cross they have to put him in a in a cryogenic state so if he's if he's aware of that maybe that explain some of the things that were uh but but i had the same exact reaction that you had to it i was like ah i don't know i need to go but i but i also felt like i need to go back and check this like it wasn't like i instantly sure. knew but like i was like that some i i feel like that isn't when he's supposed to be there like i, I had the same reaction that you do um and i'm sure yeah. there are fans who have put chronologies online who who can establish you know that we could probably go to and check this stuff with uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I, I specifically remember there's a conversation between him and the tenth Doctor when the tenth Doctor finds out that he's working, he's become a member of Torchwood and is very disapproving. And I, I feel like I don't remember what episode it's in, but I feel like that's the one I want to go watch because I'm like, did, you know, is, is there? Because my impression then was that Jack, you know, was was creating Torchwood and, and why was Torchwood in Cardiff then because I thought it moved to Cardiff after the London operation and the, I don't know there was lots of stuff going in there yeah, the, well <laughs> well so yeah I, I don't want to uh you know uh, just pull things out of the air because I, I I do I, I remember that episode but I don't remember it well enough to to pin anything concrete down but one thing I remember Jack saying was that Torchwood like the doctor expresses some suspicion about torchwood and and he says oh no you don't understand i've i've worked it into something new like i've 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 shaped this team so i think um but i don't remember the specific wording and i think there were other things said so uh yeah probably worth going and checking at some point um but you know we do see sort of how jack become how he gets into torchwood which is kind of interesting we see that torchwood has always kind of had a jack-like figure at the head of it um and uh even in even uh you know back in i think it was the victorian i, I don't know exactly what the era was when when that happened i can't yeah remember. They, didn't, they didn't give us a date to my recollection uh they just kind of implied it's it's roughly 1900 is give or take a decade mm-hmm. but uh and uh, but we also see how he, uh, you know, sort of inherits his position at Torchwood Three, and and um, and there was you know there was a there was a pretty bad catastrophe there that uh, you know his boss Alex ended up killing everybody as a mercy killing because uh, he had looked into the future with this silver medallion and then killed mm-hmm. himself. Um, so so which which you know is obviously kind of ominous given. Uh, the next episode um but uh but yeah so so that was jacks and then toshiko we find out was um was was stealing blueprints for what was it a sonic modulator uh, yeah from... yeah that that woman looked familiar to me and i thought isn't she the woman who was in i mean maybe maybe i'm just confusing actress or maybe it was the same actress. they didn't intend it to be the same person but uh it uh, looked a lot to me like the uh, 
the woman who was 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 making the uh, the 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 uh, fat pill, like the diet pills that like were aliens made out of people's fat. I have to go back and watch that. I remember that episode, but and and she had a she had a sonic weapon in that episode. She had a well, sonic pen or something. So I I was wondering, is that a tie-in to that episode? It's possible. But, uh, yeah, maybe you're. I mean, again, that, that's a that's a that's a pretty interesting episode too. That's a uh, yeah. And that's well, a that's Donna the episode, ep- right? That's the, the the first Donna episode. Yeah, that's the one where they. Uh, well, not the first, but the first, the one where she becomes the companion. Yeah. Of course, she's in Runaway Bride. Of course, but uh, yeah, I. So I don't know. So, it just it just at the moment I thought, is that her? And I you know, think, she's getting. That's how she got her sonic pen. I think but, there's. I think the only solution to this this line of questioning we've been on is we're gonna have to go back and watch all of Doctor Who. Who, New yeah, Who. yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, uh, yeah. so. Um, but yeah, so she, but she ends up, her mother gets kidnapped and they make her steal these blueprints and she ends up getting imprisoned by unit and her rights get taken away from her and Jack recruits her there. Uh, and the reason he recruits her is because she stole the blueprints to make the device. And it turns out that the blueprints themselves were flawed and she just sort of compensated for the, the, in the inaccuracies in the blueprint. Um, yeah. and, and, and so, so we, we, we learn like we, we've always known Toshiko is good, but we learn just how good she is at that in the, in this, yeah. in this episode. Um, and so it really kind of crystallizes why she's the, you know, what her position is in Torchwood and, you know, why she's there. Um, and I thought it gave her, I thought it was, you know, is a, um, something about that backstory really worked because of the the way that they've established her and Jack's relationship. It did. Yeah. I, I think that that was definitely, like I said, I'm not sure which is my favorite, but that was, that's, that's the uh, definite contender it, for it, my favorite. It felt the most consistent to me is how I would say it because the next yeah. one, Yanto, that felt like it was the least consistent somehow. Um, yeah. That, that, you're right. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about that one for the moment. Like when I was thinking about my favorite, cause yeah, it, it just didn't, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was it was like consistent with his personality as they presently have him, but it felt like it was really rubbing up against his history with Lisa and all. Do you know what I mean? Like it it just yeah. Like I don't know. It kind of because they were trying to sort of you know you know what aspect of it didn't work for me. They were trying to establish the the love story between him yeah. and Jack in that episode, and I don't think that because we've all seen episode we've all seen season one. We know that there wasn't like heavy flirtation going on between the two of them until they became. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, it, it's a thing that yeah. sort of changes in the show. And and the reason that you sort of assume that that doesn't happen is because he was still in love with Lisa and still grieving for Lisa. So I don't think he would have had those moments that he had, uh, just based on what we know about his character and why he was at Torchwood and why you know what he was trying to do at that time with his cyber girlfriend. Um, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And I mean, also, Yanto is, is just the most careful, grounded person. So him being the one that's kind of acting almost stalkery, you know, going on, I, you know, it's like, I, I'm going to get in this organization. And you know, it just, it just didn't, it didn't feel like a very Yanto way to approach getting hired by Torchwood to me. Yeah. Uh, I, no, he, I agree. I, I agree. I thought, I mean, I, uh, parts of it I could sort of see, like, because he does sort of fill a butler role, but it just, yeah, it just seemed. That, I mean, that aspect I agree, but I just, 
I mean, you know, his initial approach would have been fine, but it's like, you know, his, you know, moving in front of the car and standing out in the street and stuff. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I always had assumed that he probably wormed his way into that position to save his cyber girlfriend, but like, Ah, uh, that's true. But, well, yeah, if the show had but, made that more clear, if it had been, if that had been part of his desperation, but it didn't, well, it didn't read that way and, to me. And that's the fundamental problem. They completely ignore that, and it was such an. Imp- I mean, it's it's a big. I mean, you know you know love it or hate it it's an episode that happened and it's it's undeniable how important <laughs> that would have been to the character do you know what i mean like yeah. so i just feel yeah. like they should have they should have had that in there and they still could have they still could have worked in the storyline in the present with the love story between him and jack because i think the thing that's the hardest to wrap your head around is how he's in love with this guy who he might sort of see as partly responsible for what happened to his girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like there was, yeah. you could see it all. It always felt a little, cause that episode was the episode I believe where he was calling Jack the monster and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I, I might have my episodes mixed up, but I think it was around that time. So I feel like that was something that did need to be resolved, but it would have been better done if they had, uh, if they had done dealt with sort of the cyber girlfriend aspect of the backstory worked it in and then sort of resolved any question marks that were still remaining in the present. Um, but I mean, but overall it still worked. I just thought it was the least consistent. It wasn't that it was a bad backstory. It had its moments, but it just didn't feel totally consistent to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fine. I mean, it was entertaining and all but Yeah. It was, it was, it was definitely the weakest. That's for sure. And I, and I think Owens was probably the most surprising to me. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's funny because again, I completely forgot about Owen's backstory. I remembered this episode, but I did not remember Owen's backstory sure. at all. And I for, I forgot just how much this really puts into place all of his. It's like as a character, he makes total sense by the end of this episode. I feel I feel like yeah. there were parts of him that didn't make sense to me. And I think we've talked about it in the past, where you know he just kind of is. He sometimes seems like an unnecessary prick. You know, he just kind of he just kind of has a chip on his shoulder for no apparent reason. This this explains an awful lot. It also explains his reluctance to involve himself with Toshiko and to involve himself emotionally with a lot of other, you know, women and kind of had the attitude that he had where he's sort of like, you know, just in it for the night kind of a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And also why he would throw himself fully into this totally unattainable time traveling woman. Um, so, uh, but, um, but I thought that was an interesting, because it starts out where it was also like a really well-constructed mini episode. Like, you know, his his wife initially, we think she has early onset Alzheimer's and, um, Mm -hmm. and I think this is a pretty, I, I mean, I know now you hear about early onset all the time, but this was pretty, this was pretty early to, to have that in a show. I think, I don't remember, I don't remember really seeing it in TV and stuff until later than this. Um, but they think it's early onset Alzheimer's and turns out it's an alien parasite. Uh, and so when they bring her in, uh, so, so first it's, they think it's Alzheimer's. Then he insists that they do another MRI and they do the other MRI and they find out it's a tumor and they're going to do emergency surgery on her to get the tumor out. And during the surgery, the parasite kills the doctors and kills her. And then Jack shows up and, uh, and that's when Owen meets Jack. And so I just kind of like the circumstances under which the two of them meet. I liked the emotional journey of the, uh, of the Alzheimer's storyline. It felt very yeah. believable to me, even though it didn't yeah. turn, it turned out not to be Alzheimer's. It was basically an Alzheimer's storyline. Yeah. I still, it's still a, a memory personality 
DK story. So, and uh, and I, and I could see how that would you know, and 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 it showed us like this uh, this side of Owen that we haven't seen, but it totally fit the overall puzzle of Owen's character. Um, yeah. So and he's he's a particularly strong actor on the show too. So I think that helped a lot with his story. I think he is he is one of the has been one of the best people on the show. Well, he definitely he's very good. It seems that like turn like you really had to completely buy him as this almost a new person that you haven't seen before. Like like <laughs> yeah. he's in a relationship with his fiance. He's gonna get married. He's he's grieving because she's got this Alzheimer's like condition and she's forgetting things. And he, you know, we, we've never really seen this sort of tender side of Owen, the side of Owen where he is, um, uh, uh, I don't know, kind of like wants to be a family man, but can't because of the condition that his wife has. And he's, he's basically out of, uh, you know, because he promised her he's going to continue with the wedding and they're going to have a summer wedding, but he knows it's going to end badly. Or at least mm-hmm. that's what you know, um, but you all, and you also have to believe at this point in the sh- in in the story that he's a practicing doctor and that he's not a member of Torchwood and doesn't have that sort of there's not that edginess to him that he yeah. that he has in when he's at Torchwood, and and it totally works and if and if and if he wasn't if he wasn't you know uh, able to make that shift like I can see it in the hands of another actor not just you just wouldn't but you know it's sort of like well he's yeah. still playing the old owen even though you know like but it totally worked it totally worked um yeah and that's that 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 really impressed me him being to, to pull off that make it feel part of part of the same character yet in the utterly different part of his life and uh, so yeah i don't know i might consider this the uh the best so far so far the tosh one and this one are my are are the two that were my favorites yeah, I would uh, I would agree. I would agree. And I thought the Jack one was really good. Um, but I felt like those yeah. I think I think it's right because we know what happens in the next episode and spoilers for anybody who, <laughs> who is listening. Uh, I think it's appropriate that their two were kind of the strongest. Um, because that really makes the next episode, you know, it leads right into the next episode. Um, yeah, so, definitely. Um it's- but yeah, so I don't know. I, I lo- this was an episode I enjoyed. I uh, I thought it was also a nice change of pace because you sort of realize you're just sort of okay. Now we're getting some backstory, and and it must be important that we're getting backstory one episode away from the finale. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. then when they get out, Captain John is back, and and it and it appears it appears Captain John is doing this out of jealousy and holding Gray, Jack's brother, prisoner in order to to force him to come and, and and see him again and we learn in the next episode nothing could be further from the truth um, so so let's get into the next episode which is exit wounds what number one what, what was just your reaction to this episode well uh i was glad it was quickly revealed that the whole jealousy thing wasn't the motivation because I, I i had a bit of a gap between watching you know the penultimate episode in the last episode there, and and during at the end of the last episode, it's like really that's going to be the the big motivation for the big villain at the end is oh I really love you but you don't love me back just I, I didn't I didn't buy it from that character we saw in the first episode I mean he did you know he he was bitter about Jack not reciprocating but I didn't I didn't feel like he was megalomaniacally going to. Uh, come up with an elaborate plot over it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, I figured you'd be more passive aggressive, if anything, about it. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, oh, that's a stretch. So when it was when it's revealed that wasn't the case, I was uh, I was like, okay, good. I I, I, I'm I'm glad they're keeping this character somewhat consistent. Uh, I don't know. I think the biggest this episode on the whole I liked, but I think the biggest weakness in it was Gray. I I don't feel like. I ever believed he was his brother. I don't feel like he gave a performance that really involved me in his pain. It's like that was that was the gaping hole at the center of an otherwise pretty decent episode. Yeah, I, I would agree that the his character he felt like some it felt like they just grabbed somebody who was on spring break and put a slightly <laughs> futuristic well, outfit on him, and 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 because he. His performance was very deadpan, and maybe that was just because he was supposed to be hollow inside or something. I don't know, but it did. Yeah, it's not an interesting acting choice, yeah. even if even if you can justify it, it's yeah. still boring. Yeah, it it didn't it didn't pull me in. You didn't you didn't really believe it. He just didn't he didn't have like a spark. There was like a spark missing with this character. Um, yeah, and it would almost have been better if they just used John because Captain John has a spark. Like he's got some like yeah. Even if that annoyed you, I know you'd still at least find him an interesting. Well, person you know he like, could have he could have been the villain at the end i just would have needed him to have had a better motivation that's I, all i would argue though that captain john kind of saves the episode in a lot of ways definitely because, because he really grounds it in like, like the conflict that does exist he it really becomes sort of the interesting thing about it is that captain john is being forced to harm jack when he doesn't want to and his personal struggle with that is kind of the interesting conflict in the episode and, yeah, he's the he's the Lando Calrissian of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's sort of like, and and I think they do a good job of sort of planting all the seeds they need to, so that you know, like like leading up to him, sort of re- really revealing what's going on. Um, when he keeps saying, you know, it's important that you understand that it's important. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's it's very heavy handed, but I thought it was very very effective. Um, the but yeah, I would agree that um, Gray was the weakest part of the episode and. And I think I think it's because he, he just kind of I don't know they made him like a I don't know he just he, I mean I hated him so they got that right like I really yeah. didn't like him <laughs> but like I think like I hated him for the wrong reasons maybe I don't know um, yeah yeah what one of my thoughts watching him too is that going back to the flashbacks they've done in previous episodes the kid who plays Jack as a child. Like, I get no sense of Jack from that <laughs> yeah. kid at all. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Nothing about him resembles Jack in any way. And the guy that they cast as adult Gray, it's like, I believe he's the brother of that child Jack who is in no way Jack. It's like, instead of casting a guy who resembled him, they should have cast a guy who resembled adult Jack. It's yeah. like if there was some feeling of there being a brother. But no, they, they cast it based on the child actors rather than, than Jack. And that, that was like completely the wrong direction to go. They should have got Tom Cruise. That's who they should have got. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise Cruise would have actually done pretty well with that. I think. But, uh, uh, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, no, he, again, I, I couldn't get past the, the spring break vibe that the, that the gray character was, was just oozing. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah, it just it just didn't, and also there there was just like no there was no there was the voice just felt all wrong when he was telling like like I under, I liked the idea I liked the idea of this yeah. brother being you know tortured by these 
are they like insect aliens of some kind and you know that sort of changing him and filling him with resentment towards jack i thought that was a that 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 worked great because it was it was uh i don't know it was it was a very direct path to what they were trying to do and and i i i just didn't uh i just but 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 then whenever he was on screen doing his thing it just never really came together for me um no and it, it it also i mean i don't know his after you know him him then going after all the torchwood people after he'd already buried jack it's like well jack as far as you know jack's already effectively dead and buried why i mean if you were if you were killing all the torchwood people before you did that you know then then it would be a show for him see look everything you love is going to die but he like he like did it in the wrong order you like don't bury the guy then destroy everything he loved because then he's not you yeah. know i mean obviously he was around because he got frozen and everything but that that wouldn't have been part of gray's plan that just is, is something yeah. that happened yeah i i don't know I, 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 yeah, there were, there were some problems with that. There were some serious problems. <laughs> how, how did you feel about Jack's reaction to being buried alive? Uh, well, it's, it's complicated because it's like, I think being buried for, you know, 2000 years would have more of a psychological toll on you, even if you're immortal yeah. than, I mean, he was very, very, you know, I, I kind of knew he would be, but, uh, I, I so I mean I wasn't surprised by it. I was kind of braced for it to have no real psychological effect on him at all. But that would that would really drive anyone completely insane. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I think if you're immortal like he is, you would be able to get out of there. Do you know what I mean? Within that, yeah, you could period. dig you could dig inch by inch every yeah. time. But, yeah, because uh, I mean you 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 know you just keep dying on your way up, but you do eventually probably get out of there. Um, yeah. Unless unless you know he was in like a permanent catatonic state or something. But but then that kind of defeats the torture aspect of it. So um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what did you, so so? What did you think of you know what what he what he, what he ends up? So there's like all these explosions through the city, and and uh, and then uh, they start using the the rift manipulator, and the the end result. The, the, there's a number of there's a number of horrible things that happen in the city that are uh are bad but the big thing is there's a power plant that is uh is going to go into meltdown and yes. so at the end of the episode the real sort of emotional punch of the episode is owen goes in there to stop the meltdown and toshiko is trying to help him from her station and toshiko gets shot by gray uh while she's trying to help owen and owen discovers that he basically has to stay there for ever and uh huh. and slowly get destroyed by the um uh the irradiated cooling fluid uh as the as the whole facility gets sealed and uh and and, and so it's basically he and Toshiko die um and uh I don't know wh- I, what did you think of that number one like I I the whole automatic door that automatically closes things felt very much like a movie and not like something nuclear power plants would actually have for one thing it's like oh sorry the automatic door is shut there's no way to open it now sorry it just uh that was very cinematic but i think emotionally the whole thing worked i i thought it was a it was a very touching scene between the two i feel i feel like i, I tosh and owen are, i think 
over the course of this season especially, have just become two of the best characters on the show, which also made it really unfortunate that, that they're, they're gone. dying. It's like, I, it, was, it, was, it made it very touching that they died, but on the other hand, it's like, oh, they're not in the show anymore. I can see, I can see why people like you that watched the show from the beginning didn't like third season as much yeah. because uh, a lot of the show is dead now. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think, on the one hand, I thought it was a really effective and emotional sort of um departure for these characters like i i like especially there's a there's there's a really clever line in there too where he's freaking out and he's like i'm gonna yeah. go out in a rage and it's, it's like classic owen behavior and he's like give me one good reason and she says like you're breaking my heart and it was like the last thing that i would have thought of to say but it felt like exactly what she would have said so i thought that was like a yeah a really cool sort of line of dialogue um and uh, and also it immediately calmed him down and 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 like and then he you know sort of accepted his fate but uh but then you know but then at the end of it you're like but now we don't have these characters anymore um yeah. and yeah. and i still don't know how i feel about it because i feel like i mean i feel like the show i mean i i i think i'm i've been outvoted by most of the fans i think most fans really like season three like i think season three is considered sort of the high point for a lot of people and and I just feel like with the death of these characters, that's when the show really because again, I don't know how much twenty four you watch, and I know I talk a lot about twenty four when I talk about Torchwood, but it's because they are so close. There's so many similarities between these shows, and and one of the big ones is twenty four's willingness to kill off big characters. Do you know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. like it's it's almost like a to the point of self parody. Um, you know, you have you have uh, you know significant characters getting uh, you know killed in, in unexpected ways and in, in very sort of you know ways that are sort of maybe a little cheaply melodramatic. Um, yeah. But I but I think I think here uh, by doing this, it sort of it sort of solidifies that in my mind of okay, now it's now it's like really transitioning into becoming twenty four to me. Um, yeah. It's... I, 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 I saw the third season in isolation. I hadn't seen anything before that. And I, I think it, it if I think if I watch it, I, I think I probably will still consider it good in its own right. But I like I said, I, I get I get how they really gutted the show. I mean, I'm curious. I, I am curious if, you know, what the reason behind Owen and Tosh being written out of the show was, was it an actor actors choosing to leave thing? Was it a story choice to write them out? I'd be kind of curious about yeah, that. I don't know. I wasn't able to find that last night either. Um, I, I suspect th the way it feels to me, it feels like it was a, it was a creative decision. It doesn't feel like it was a, um, uh, well, it know. was, it was definitely planned earlier in the season. The question, a question I kind of have is, you know, sometimes actors decide this is the last. Yeah. I'm not renewing my contract after the season, and this so it could, you know, and it could have been written into the season and been a choice by the actor to leave. And if that, if it's a case of the actors wanting to leave, and them trying to work that into the show, they did a great job with that. Yeah, so no, I, I, I would agree with that. Show. I would agree with if, that. And, and if that, on the other hand they decided let's get rid of these two characters, it's a terrible choice. Yeah, so, I, I, and I don't I don't know what it was. I haven't really been able to find anything on it. Um, I haven't looked too hard though, to be honest. But I think that mm -hmm. uh, I, I I would agree a hundred percent with that. But either way, I think in the end I still don't like it. I, I think uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, let me rephrase that. I really like the way this happened. I thought this was probably it's probably one of the most moving death scenes that you could have in a TV show. Like death scenes yeah, in TV shows. Like I, you know, I watched the I used to watch The Walking Dead, and I would watch Game of Thrones, and I find 
I never I never feel the emotion that they want me to feel when a character mm-hmm. dies on one of those shows because they mm-hmm. pave the way too much, they telegraph too much, and and it's just too over the top. Here, I I thought this was really effective. You really did not want Toshiko to die. You did not want Owen to be trapped in that containment unit decaying for the next however many years and it was just awful you just were like oh this is terrible for to happen to these two people and and uh and 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 it was moving the way their performances were so so i thought it was effective but i just i don't like the end result of them not being in the show um (laughs) i i i think it's and and i think the show again i've been outvoted i'm sure but i feel like the show really loses something in the third season i think the third season is really well done i want to be clear about this the third season's a really great series and i thought that it was a uh, like really entertaining like when i watched it i was on the edge of my seat the whole time the problem i have with the third season is i have no desire to go back and watch any of those individual episodes but with the old torchwood there's a lot of standalone episodes you can just watch independently and enjoy and and i really prefer that like i i like having it has enough of the overarching narrative. There's, you know, you have the gray thing going on, which is kind of interesting. And it, it sort of kicks in at the start of the season and comes back at the end. And you get uh-huh. you get hints of it throughout, but it's nothing major. I like that kind of thing. I'm really exhausted of shows that, uh, um, that are just a long story. And, it, yes. and then when you're done with them, you just, there's no point in watching an individual episode anymore. Um, I have movies for that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I don't need TV. I don't need TV to be like movies for me. Um, and so I, I feel like the first two episodes, the first two seasons of this, it's really fun, engaging, sort of weird science fiction. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what genre you would put it in. Cause it's almost got like a trauma film edge to it at times, but it's, uh, it, it, it I, I really like the feel of the, of the first two seasons. And when, the, when they make those creative changes, season three and four, I still think it's good writing and good, sh- and good television, but it's not, it's not, it's not Torchwood to me anymore at that point. It's not, uh, it's not what makes Torchwood unique. If, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah. Oh, no, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, they, they, they had to change the format of the show at that point, though. It's like you couldn't if they if they tried to do another season in the same model of this season. It's like, man, it's like they've, you know, going in a new direction, I think, was the only only point. Because it's like, I mean, what have they got left with the ensemble they've got with doing the typical plots? I mean, because, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, as we've talked before, the whole. The whole uh, Jack and Gwen thing, that whole chemistry thing, doesn't work for I, me at least. And and Ianto, is a character I really like. Ianto as a like a kind of a person, but he's not he's not the most interesting character in the show. He's just he's very solid and together. And it's like there isn't there isn't a whole lot of plot elements to pull out of Ianto. Well, uh, I I would agree. I, I think it would really depend on who they brought in. Uh, for yeah, because if they brought in Captain John, he has enough chemistry with people, but but we've only seen him in that's si- true. We, we only saw him in like single episodes, and there's always a big difference between getting that breakout character in a couple episodes <laughs> and then having them be a full time cast member. So, you know, we might you know, you might discover when they're in a full season, oh, this actor can't do this really important thing that you need them to do. <laughs> so, so, uh but just from what we saw, that would have been an option. Um, I I don't know. Could they? Could they? I guess they couldn't bring Susie back. Even there's really 
that would be pretty tough to uh yeah i think i think bringing her back like i said they they really they really pushed it with the resurrection glove on bringing owen back once i mean that was already like you know bring bringing someone back from the dead again or just be like oh man but you know martha jones would have been an option you know getting martha jones back in might have worked yeah i I don't think they could have got her back in though i i don't know i forget why she was doing something else at the time Mm. so i think I uh, I've forgotten what it is at this point. It's so so long ago now, but uh, I don't think she would have been available at that time. But but you're probably right. They probably did have to change up the the thing. I I just I, I don't know. I, I I guess my issue with where it went is that it it becomes a lot like other shows at that point to me. Um, yeah, it becomes yeah. a really good show of that kind. It's just. I don't know. There was something very unique about the first. Like, wouldn't you say? Like, have I? I mean, I've seen. I feel like I've seen all this stuff before in other shows when I watch Torchwood, mm-hmm. but not together like this. Like, not all. Like, uh, I don't. I don't know how to put it. There's something different about Torchwood. Well, um, honestly, I'm glad I watched it now and not then because, I mean, it, it's what's refreshing about Torchwood watching it now is that episodic shows are a lot rarer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like watching, well, you know, it's like, I don't think I would have appreciated the show as much if I watched it in, I don't know, 2008 or whenever it started. I, I would have been like, okay, another kind of x files kind of thing, whatever. I would have thought of taking it a little more for granted. Now, now, I, like I said, there are, there are shows I like that are season long stories. Like, you know, like Legion, does that and i think legion's fantastic the americans just wrapped up the americans is fantastic there are shows i like like that but for everyone that's great there's about nine that are really lackluster (laughs) and it's it's so hard to do but everyone's trying to do it all the time and so now watching a show that's episodic i'm like oh this is this is fantastic i uh i'm happy to have this again well, and I think if and and even I mean I I saw it not too long after it came out, but still I I was it was you know a little bit after, and I had been I I my friend Evan had to talk me into it. It was not an easy thing for him to do, and if it uh-huh. was anybody else, I probably would not have heeded the advice the advice. But I trust his opinion, and so you know he he had kept talking about this show. He's like, you really got to watch it, and it and and it and and I don't know. I was I was I've never been much of a spinoff guy. Spinoffs to me are bad news i just i just i just don't like spinoffs i i didn't watch all of the spinoff star wars movies i don't watch spinoffs i i you know and and so uh yeah but what i oh go ahead i mean i i was i was watching doctor who at the time this was running and i it's it's it, it says something that i never watched a single episode of this show it's like i was just like no i'm not even gonna look at it even though i'm watching doctor who every time it comes on but 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 it was kind of like, I guess it was a little bit like how Frasier was as a spinoff from from Cheers. Not to compare them, because I think there's definitely not, you know, they're, they're miles apart in terms of. Yeah, timing. yeah. But in that, it's like, okay, we're going to make a new show. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're going to make a new show around this one character. And it's going to feel different than the than the show that, it's, that spawned it. And so, you know, it's set in the universe, but it's definitely, you know. There, there are way more things that are very unique to Jack Harkness's character going on in the show that just don't happen in Doctor Who, um, mm-hmm. and so, so I know I, I just kind of I don't know it was a uh, I thought I thought it really carved out a really nice niche for itself, um, but uh, but yeah so 
I don't know. I guess I guess. Uh, what was your overall impression of this season versus the first season? Oh, we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast, but it's there weren't there weren't as many standout episodes in this one. I, I think actually the the second to last episode is one of the standouts. Mm-hmm. I think that was a that was just a very very strong episode. Uh, but it's it was very consistent. There was nothing. There, there, there weren't any episodes also that leap out to me as being terrible episodes yeah. this season. I, I think, I, I think it had a nice solid pace. I think the characters were better. I, or at least I understood them better. I mean, I can remember spending a lot more time kind of rolling my eyes at the characters in the first season. Like, you know, like first season Owen is a much, uh, is a much harder character to take at times for reasons I couldn't even get a handle on. Whereas I, I got Owen this season. I was like, yeah. I, I always, even when he was being a jerk, I, I was like, yeah, I understand why he's being a jerk here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's a puzzle who finally made sense in the end. Like once they put yes. all the pieces on the table, it, it worked. And I don't think they were planning it from the start. I don't know, but, but yeah, they constructed always. him well over the course of the show. Um, that, that's always the question. It's like if I went back and watched first season, would Owen make sense to me the whole way through? Was it because I didn't have enough information, or was it because they just didn't have his his character tuned right? I can't I can't tell you as I haven't gone back and watched it, but uh, I I would be I would be curious about that. And um and yeah, so I I think um uh I think the I think the big one of the big differences is definitely the finale. I thought for this season was better than the finale for first season. Um, yeah but yeah. but that's not saying much you know that's uh the, i think i think that was well, it's not yeah um, it's because once again it's flawed the whole gray storyline really doesn't work but the uh departure of tosh and owen is handled you know that scene could have been terrible i mean you know the whole the whole you're breaking my heart line it's like on paper that sounds like and, and us talking about it, it sounds like total cheese yeah but it's like yeah. these characters were so well drawn and so well acted that it like it worked. It was, it was, it, it was actually pretty moving to me. No, this is the kind of show where you can definitely see how important acting is. Like you, you definitely, like it, it, yeah. it definitely comes to the surface in a scene like that, because it's exactly like you said, like on paper, that sounds huge. It sounds way too <laughs> sentimental. It sounds like, you know, it sounds oh, almost like old timey, like something that would have, you know, it, it just doesn't, it, but, but when she said it, you really believed it. And, and also the moment in which she said it was very well chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it, again, like I said, it was like the last thing that I would have thought, like if I were her, there were a million other things I would have said before I got to that, but none of them would have quite had the punch the way she said it. Um, yeah. So, so I, you know, it, it, and, and again, a lot of it does come down to the acting. Um, but but yeah so uh, so I guess we're done with season two uh, we got that under our belt now now we just you know who knows maybe we'll do season three and if we're really ambitious we'll do um, uh, what is it Miracle Day is that the is that the Miracle name? Day yeah. which yeah I've only seen uh, I think first maybe second episode of that <laughs> here's what I will say Miracle Day is so interesting like miracle day is a very interesting season regardless of what you think about it you can't a lot to talk about <laughs> it just has so many when i think back on it i really like the overall shape of it do you know what i mean like i like all like it has it has a lot of different things going on and it kind and at times it almost reminds me of the godfather 2 because of some of the flashback sequences um but it's it's really 
bizarre as well. And it's and it's also I think it was a joint American and it was. British, I think, so I think Showtime I think was running it in America if I recall. I think it was that or Stars or I don't remember. I, I I'm not good with the movie channels, but mm-hmm. it uh but that definitely had an effect on the end result. Um, <laughs> it, 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 you know, and, and, and I think it would be worth talking about if we do it. But it's also, I think, a longer s- season. Um, actually, I, I might be wrong on that. I always get that confused. Um, in fact, I can answer that. Yeah, Miracle Day is only 10 episodes. And for some reason, I always think there's like a ridiculous number of episodes with me. <laughs> it um, feels a lot longer. I don't know why. <laughs> I think, I don't know why I feel like every time i'm like no it does 24 they do like 24 episodes of it you know like i i i I think i don't know i don't know i'll have to if we get back to it we'll 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 maybe dig into that a little bit i i I think it's because children of the earth they drop down to five and then Mm. contrasted with that miracle day feels twice as big you know so um so that might be it but yeah so so all right so we will let you go um this Friday, we were going to originally talk about Last Hurrah for Chivalry. We have changed that to another uh, film because we want to bring a guest on, and the guest can't make it until next month. So um, I think we're going to be doing Blood Brothers this Friday, and we'll, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, uh, you know, definitely uh, check out our other channels. And until next time, we will talk to you later.